Yo! We are Brooke and Sid. And we're talking BS. Belief systems, of course. (laughs) Thoughts create our realities, and we are passionate about creating better thoughts. Join us as we figure out life from the inside out. Figure out what's holding you back and how to get out of your own way. Come Come join join us as as we we talk BS. Hello, legends. Yo! So what is up? You are welcomed back to yet another episode of Talking BS with Brooke and Sid. And today... We have a special guest, sure Miss Asa. Welcome hello, to the show. Hello, hello. Miss Asa Rogers. Now, today we're covering all things grief and loss. And the reason yes. we brought Asa on today is because she is probably the most bubbly, loud, excitable, <laughs> happiest human that you've ever met, but has gone through probably one of the most difficult mm. grief situations, I would, in my opinion. So mm. this is new Something to like you. that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So me and Asa did full time together a couple of years to. A, a couple of years ago, that's how we know each other. Um, and yeah, I I remember the story quite vividly. It's something that f- will blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. And when you truly meet Asa for who she is, you'll be astounded by the growth in which it would have taken to overcome something like that. Yeah, a lot of growth. <laughs> a lot of growth. A lot of healing. It wasn't it was easy, the but yes. We're yep. sunshine now, so it's all good. <laughs> yes, yes. Before but I mean, we yeah, get go. stuck into that, yeah. though, shall we just have like a? I just want to touch on what grief is. Yeah. Kind of on a wider scale. Yeah. Before we kind of launch into into the story yeah. itself, because this is a story I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, I think like I go- I actually googled this yesterday because oh, I was like homework. Well done. Yeah. Well, Four I points. was like, well, <laughs> I know what grief is, but yeah. I'm like, what's the actual definition? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. by Google's terms, it's just intense sadness and loss yeah Yeah. but i i reckon it can't be put into like a box no there's so many different like things you can grieve like it's not even just people or people that you lose like you can grieve like memories or like a time in your life that you're like oh that was a really awesome time yeah and it was just like it's more so like missing yeah the person or the memory that you're like oh, I'm actually like grieving that moment. So yeah. grieving and grief, I feel like is so broad. Yep. Yeah, so and broad. like people experience it so differently yeah. as well to the next person. Like me, my sisters and everything, my mum, we all went through the exact same loss. Yep. But we all different, like all of us handled it and felt it completely different, different ways. Mm. Yeah. So mm. yeah. Yeah, Google says <laughs> intense loss and sadness. Yeah, yep. But yeah, and it's not just of, so broad. It's not just of something physical. It can be of like yeah. if you hoped for a potential future. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. like Literally. if you were, I don't know, maybe if you had a miscarriage or something, that's yeah. losing a mm. potential baby that yeah. you would have had, and that mm. idea of being a mother—that's mm. grief in itself. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of people like with. I hate to bring it up, but like COVID and everything, they had yep. like their dream jobs. Yeah. And then no yep. dream job anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like, and like timely to talk about as well. Mm. Yeah. Timely to talk about as well, because this podcast goes globally. So we've got yeah. listeners all over the place. We've been so lucky here in Australia that we've been yeah. able to come out and we can't, almost feel like the pandemic is behind us, mm. but there are people who are still dealing yeah. with this and still dealing with loss in a very real yeah. sense. Like, it's almost like we're grieving for 2020 and 2021. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. absolutely. There's so many different realms and spectrums of grief that I feel like 
Yeah. Google, you need to get on there and change yeah. the definition. Yeah. I'll, I'll write it for you. Yeah. Which I think we'll but dive, yeah. yeah, it'd be cool to dive into after you share your story as well. Yeah. Just what some of those other realms are, because I think we've yeah. all experienced Like when thing. someone takes something off the menu and you're like, oh, oh where yeah. is that gone? My heart. <laughs> Great. I Don't can't come back it, here again. That is. <laughs> you know what? I actually is, never thought of that. It is sad. You hundred percent. There, is my the favorite Asaya place has stopped making the chocolate mousse I love, and and it devastating. hurts so it's much. Are you experience intense sadness? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Great. I do. That's grief. I didn't it's, think of it that way. It's just a little grief. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so many different and so many different things. Scales. Yeah. And mm. it can, like you said different people can experience it differently. It's such a personalized yeah. thing. Yeah. And, you know, your trauma is your yeah. your trauma, it's your perception. Yeah, and I think so many um, people, like, with the grief and everything, I think we'll probably touch on this later as well, but, like, a timeline mm. for grief as well. Yeah. Like, there's no real timeline. It just it's comes and goes. Yeah. It's, like, just yeah. something that you either kind of maybe – learn to deal with or mm. you find a new acai bowl yeah <laughs> like, it's kind of just something like that i don't think there's any set timeline with grief and no. things like that as and well i feel so. like do you ever go back to the person you were before yeah grief? exactly like mm. it's just kind of like it's a just different, a different path yeah. now yeah, yeah yeah you take it on and you kind of take it in another direction where yeah. your life heads because it is it's a change it's a massive change yeah. unless it's just an acai bowl yeah. and something that can be gotten over um, unless you said and you really are offended can you not be a little <laughs> my experience <laughs> please oh gosh okay so let's just get stuck yeah. into it right okay let's let's tell our listeners yeah this grief story yeah. because it's something that is so heavy mm. and then when they hear about how you've overcome it i think that's really inspirational for a lot of people so let's well, go Ace. thank you first um i think i'll probably start from the start so i've got like about seven years here so to make it short 2003 when i was how old was i six mm-hmm. i'll say six um i lost i lost my first uncle mm. one of dad's younger brothers um the year after that we lost his other younger brother, so my other uncle. Um, in 2010, when I was 12, we lost our grandma. So that's so. By the time Dad's like 40, mm. he had um, buried his two younger brothers and his mum. And so, like, I've put here like each of those grieving processes were different mm. in itself. Because like when I was six and seven, you don't really know how to Mm. grapple with that you don't really know what it is or you just know it's like oh this person's gone and like I'm missing that person Mm. and it's sad um when I was 12 and like grandma passed away it was more so sadness seeing everyone else sad like seeing my dad and like all of my aunties and uncles and things like that like they were sad and it was the first time that I'd actually felt a little bit of like oh my gosh what is this feeling mm. because I can remember at her funeral like I was fine and everything and then I went up to say like a poem and I just started crying uncontrollably mm. and I was the first time I was like oh okay ouch yeah this actually hurts yeah, yeah right yeah and you're like oh I don't think I've ever actually felt that before mm. so that was in 2010 so yeah like I was saying 
dad had put to rest his two younger brothers and his mum by the time like he's 40 and then a few years later his health started to deteriorate deteriorate and um he had a few strokes um he got really sick he was up in between Townsville Hospital Mackay Hospital tests and everything like my mum was the best person like Friday afternoon after school she'd finish teaching drive up to Townsville spend the whole weekend and everything and we'd obviously go with her when we could and everything but mum was like literal actual saint um yeah he had so many tests they couldn't find anything that was wrong with him um so they but he started to get a little bit better with like physio and things like that so they brought him back home to Mackay um this was about maybe three years of him being sick um brought him back home 2015 was when I moved down to the Gold Coast to Mm -hmm. do full-time um and he was moved back into home but he couldn't live by himself at all so they moved him into a nursing home which is really hard like for us to put our minds around like putting a 45 year old man Mm. into a nursing home with like 90 year olds and things like that and we could see how unhappy that was making him and like just so many things that you had to wrap your mind around apart from the fact that he was getting sick Mm. like it was just so many different emotions plus you're in full-time Yes, plus yeah. I was dancing and away from, full yeah, time, away from family. Um, away. and away. Yeah. yeah, that was a very big thing. That um, yeah, obviously that brought up a lot of emotions within the family, like me being away and things mm. like that, and so so many things. Um, and then, like 2017 came when we were kind of like nearing towards the end. Um, and it was his 50th birthday this week. Um, and I had a flight booked for the Saturday. And we were all about to like party. All of his friends were coming up from all over Australia to celebrate his 50th birthday. And at this point, like it, he couldn't see who was in front of him. It was kind of just like shadows and things mm. like that. Um, and... Like he couldn't really, he wasn't really eating or anything like that. So we knew it was like close to the end, but we were like, no, we are celebrating your life and everything. We are going to have this 50th birthday party. Um, So I had my flight booked for the Saturday um, and I had my kiss costume ready to go. Um, And mum calls me on the Monday and she's like, oh, Ace, like um, you might have to change your flight to Wednesday. And I was like, Okay, but she wasn't really, she sounded like a little bit worried, but it was kind of like, maybe we'll just spend more time with dad because we don't know the next time. Mm. That It wasn't an urgent mm-hmm. kind of call. So that was on the Monday morning. And then I was out at um, Vapiano's at yep. Surfers Paradise, love some pasta, um, when mum was like, oh, I've actually booked you a flight for tonight. And I was like, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. We're doing this. Mm. And you could just hear in her voice, like it started to turn urgent and things like that. And I was like, yep. Okay. So got all my classes covered, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
my best friend dropped me to the airport at the Brisbane airport. Mm-hmm. I think my flight was for about seven. It got delayed and then it got delayed again mm. and then it got delayed again. And I was like, bro, like <laughs> I need to get to Mackay. Yeah. Um, and I got on the flight and everything like smoothest flight I've ever been on. And then like there was this point, like it literally just came out of nowhere. The roughest turbulence in the plane. Wow. Like it started like shaking and I was like, like, whoa. And then I thought to myself, I was like, oh my gosh. I think he's just passed. Like I was like, that was just the most surreal feeling because it was so calm. And then like just out of nowhere. And I just got like shivers and like goosebumps all over me. And I was like, okay. Something's just happened. Mm. Like, I'm not sure what it was, mm. but like something has just happened. Got off the flight. Mum came to pick me up and she was like, oh, like, he's gone. I'm sorry. Like, and I like started sobbing and everything like that. Like, I'm fairly sure I may have screamed in the airport, <laughs> but um, you don't really know what to do in those times. You do. Mm. And it's kind of like one of those... You like watch people in movies and yeah. you're like, would you actually react like that? And mm. I actually did react like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, um, and like, we were obviously like crying together. Like we were a mess and everything. I got in the car. I said to my mum, I was like, oh, um, do you mind me ask, asking like what time it was? And it was 10 past nine, which was the exact same time as that turbulence. Yeah. How nuts is that? And I was like, wow. Because like, I just, oh, and I was like, that was probably apart from all of the grieving, the fact that like, I wasn't there, like Mm. with everyone, like, because everyone else was there, but I wasn't. So Mm. I was like annoyed, frustrated, like things like that. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, well, that was my thing Mm. like he like i don't like that was obviously not just a coincidence for me that was like okay that was my thing and you can't really so i just held on to that um and then yeah (laughs) crazy wow yeah (laughs) that's yeah that's huge and when we were all these i was um, I had just turned 20 mm. when this happened. Um, my middle sister was 17 and my younger sister was 12. So we were all very different stages of life pardon me, and like emotions and things like that. Um, and even when dad was sick, like my younger sister was only seven. Right. Mm. So like she was in denial. Yeah. So we were all in different stages. Mm. She was in denial um Zoe was probably the angry one. Yeah. Um I was I think I felt like robbed. Mm. For, not for me but for him because yeah. I can remember thinking like like he had fought for so many years and then this is the outcome kind of thing. I yeah. was like annoyed for him. Yep. I was like because he was so strong and fought for so long and then this is the end of it. Yeah. Like, so 
I had to work through that for um, a while. And then there was like stages of like going through confusion, Mm. anger, all the different stages that you go through. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a few months later, so um, obviously that was pretty much all of dad's family who had passed away, except for grandpa. So he was living on his own. And then a few months later, he passed away because I think it was like one of those things where, like, you know, you hear of um, wives yeah, like like the passing away. And then, of, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I think that's what it was. Like yeah, once wow. dad passed away, yeah, it was like the that kind of same thing and grandpa passed away. So there was like the whole family. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's nuts to think about. Like every time I tell the story, I'm like, this this kind of thing just doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like, hmm. In that timeline. Like yeah. for it to be one after the other. Yeah. And I mean we talk about, you know, we feel grief when we have an event and then yeah. it takes time to process it. You don't expect yeah. to face another event like that. Literally. Mm. I think straight away. I can remember when grandpa passed away because dad's was still so raw. Mm. We I don't think too many of us were processing everything that was going on because we were still trying to process dads. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So when grandpa's happened, it was kind of just like a get through it, yep. survival mm. mode. Mm. Yep. Um, and then the year after that, 2018, was when mum's mum passed away. And <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Wow. So, and that... Um, that loss yep. was exhaustion. Mm. Yeah. Yep. We, like me and my mum, were so exhausted. Mm. Yep. And it's kind of to a point where you're like, kind of like numb, Yeah, tired. Mm. You're like, this is the kind of grief that you're like, oh, I could just sleep for a hundred years. Mm. Yeah. Like so tired. Mm. So yeah, lots of different stages within like, so going from, experiencing loss when i had no idea what it was yeah to experiencing it because of everyone else around me experiencing it yeah um experiencing it firsthand Mm. and then keeping going surviving and then just being really tired of the emotions Mm. so So you've really done the full circle you've really (laughs) felt the gr yeah like (laughs) the intense sad and yeah You should rewrite that Google definition yeah. for show. So, yeah, it's been a wild ride. Yeah, so how did – so then I guess let's go from that last one, that place of yep. exhaustion and survival. Yeah. How do you get from there, that complete despair to – how do you get How do you get through that? What's the first, what's the first step? Um, I had to – I guess you just have to go back to basics. Yep. Mm. Um making myself feel comfortable mm-hmm. like and safe like safety and comfort were big things like things that made me feel home and things mm-hmm. like that like um like warm meals mm-hmm. just like literally back to basics and taking it one step at a time um music yeah because mm-hmm. that's something that connects you to your dad too right yeah like your oh 100 yeah um big connection with that um, just and finding things that will make 
like you see a little bit of light within those times that you think there is no light. Yeah, yeah. because it is just putting one foot in front of the it other. Hey, literally, you can't is like think, one step at a time. How am I ever going to get over this? Because the yeah. feelings are so detrimental. Yeah, it's like yeah, you try like in every normal day life, think about what what am I going to be like in a year? Am I still going to be this sad? Yeah. But you can't think like that. Yeah, no. Nah. Now, being an experiencer fully mm. of grief, <laughs> I think people who haven't felt grief find it really hard to say things to people who are going oh. through it. <laughs> I have a note. She yes. points to the notebook. Um, I can remember, not too much now because mm. it's, like I understand that people were trying to just make me feel better and things like that. Yeah. But I was, when everything was hit hard, mm-hmm. um, I was quite annoyed at people trying to not necessarily understand, but then like bringing on experiences that kind of didn't really mm. correlate to what I was talking to, like mm. talking about. And I'm like, I can remember saying to mum, just, I just need people to understand mm-hmm. that they don't understand. Yep. Yeah. 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 Like just, just be there yeah. yep. and just listen. Yeah. Just understand that you don't quite understand what's going on. Yeah. And that's yep. fine. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I don't expect you to. Yeah. Mm. Um, and someone and, in grief doesn't need relatable no. like, yeah. conversation. Like, I just needed like, I just safety needed safety. Like I was yeah. saying, yep. I needed safety. I needed comfort. Like I didn't really need like lots of heavy conversations. Yeah. Mm. Or advice even and really like, do yeah. at that time. It's yeah. just like you want, you want to be understood for the feelings that you're feeling at the time. Yeah. Not, it was just kind of like, just understand that like, I just need to take a step back yeah. right now. Yep. Just like I need time to breathe. Mm. So what would you say or like what piece of advice would you give to people who have someone around them going through grief? What would you suggest that they say or do? Well, yeah, I think it's more of the doing, like mm. just n- making them aware that like you're there. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe offer them something like that you know is like comfort or warm mm. to them. Even just being there for safety. Mm. Like yep. I knew that like um, I had a friend and sometimes we would just – sit next to each other and just do our own thing. Yep. It was just more of the fact that like I knew they were there mm. for comfort and mm. for safety, but not necessarily just letting me do what I need to do. Yep. Yeah. 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 That you too. just need to let the person do what they need to do to yep. survive, but let them know that you're there. Yeah. One of the best messages I got when my dog passed away was, Hey, look, I heard about what happened. Just know that I'm thinking of you. Don't feel the need to reply. And I yeah. think the reassurance of other people around you to be like, you, I don't need anything from you. You just yeah. do you. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. when people expect you to, or I felt so compelled to reply to so many people. Yeah. Because people do reach out when you grieve and when, when you experience loss, people do reach out. But you don't have the capacity to then nah. continue to give at yeah. that moment, right? Yeah, energy is very, very low. Um, but then you go through like the acceptance Mm. which is the i think the probably the pivotal moment Mm. Mm. where like i started to see sunshine and things like that again but when i say acceptance i don't mean like amazing i'm over the grief yeah Yeah. like i've accepted the fact yeah Yeah. let's move on yeah it's never kind of that i think it's just kind of seeing that 
this is what's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still talk about it. Yeah. And talking about it is like one of my favorite things as well. Yeah. I'll find mm. myself like really sad, really in the dumps. And then I'll like, I'll have a conversation telling my friends about like the, like the person that dad used to be. And I'll be in stitches yeah. Yeah. within like two minutes. And I'm like, wow. Like I was just having a t- conversation yeah. about grief and sadness and loss. And now I'm like absolutely in stitches, like yeah. tears ro- rolling down my face from laughter. Mm. And I'm like, there is light in these situations. Yep. Yeah. You just have to find them. Yeah. And you have to find like ways to, different ways to connect. Yeah. Mm. So like a big thing, like we were saying, music was a big thing for mm. me. Mm. Um, cooking mm-hmm. as well. And like my little happiness things were like, obviously like exercising, dancing, music, all of those things. So you have to find after you come out of that survival mode of safety. Yeah. Yeah just making it through Mm. and you have the capacity to do a little bit more then find those little like things that can make you smile yeah because i feel like don't push yourself into those things before you're not ready 100 yeah yeah but i feel like grief just because someone or something or a memory is gone doesn't mean your relationship with it is yeah that's like the timeline thing. Yeah. There's no yeah. timeline on it. Yeah. Like we're doing, oh, I like to relate it to um, back squats because oh, I'm okay. a tank. Here we go. Yep. Okay, yeah. Yep. Right. I'm a tank, but I'm squishy on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you could do like a, say a, just the barbell, yep. like the 20 kilo barbell back squat and doing it over time, it gets easier. So you can yeah. put more weight on. Like you can handle more weight. Yeah. And then, but one day you might wake up and 20 kilos is just, feels more heavier yeah. than it does. And it's just like a random day. And I feel like that's what almost kind of what grief is as well. So mm. like Have, you can handle it and yeah. go through different like things and like put more weight on, mm-hmm. handle more mm. weight. But some, some days you get up and you're like, oh. I feel it today. Mm. Like I feel really heavy. Mm. Yeah. And you just have to go back to those basics where and like that's fine. one foot in front yeah, of the other. To feel that way. Yeah. I need my comfort food. Yep. I need my comfort music. Yeah. Mm. Like, and I just need to have my one day yep. of surviving. Yeah. Mm. And then I'll be fine tomorrow. Yeah. Have you heard the, the ball in the box analogy for grief? Which is, uh, I haven't. You haven't? No. So this is, so uh, imagine like a container or a box mm. and there's a button on the wall. And that button is grief. So every time that button gets pushed, you feel intense grief. Mm. When the thing happens, imagine that that entire room is filled with this giant balloon, like this ball is the size of the whole room. So as that's bouncing around, it, it continually hits that button. And then as time passes, that ball shrinks through your coping mechanisms or through whatever it is that, that you know, when you reach that stage of acceptance. But the ball never goes away. Mm. So it just yeah. becomes smaller and smaller, which just kind of means as it's bouncing around the room, it hits the button less. Yeah. But when it hits the button, it's just as intense. Yeah. And it's letting yourself kind of letting that ball shrink and doing the things to let the ball shrink. But, you know, you may go a year, two years, you may go 10 years without thinking this thing. And then suddenly that ball hits that button and mm. you're suddenly broken. Mm. Yeah. And in that moment, not feeling, not feeling any less than, but allowing yourself the vulnerability to just, you know, that's part of the process, feeling that grief. Yeah. And accepting it as part of that process. Yeah, literally. Mm. Some days it just comes out of nowhere and you're like, okay. Yep. 
we're doing this today. Here we I'm are. Feeling heavy. Yeah. I'm yep. just gonna go make a curry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The things that make you happy. Yeah. Mm. Um, I listened to a podcast with um, Brene Brown. Yeah. Oh, I just and, recently found her. She's epic. um, they talk about the five stages of grief. Mm. Yep. Um, and then adding a sixth one, which is like finding meaning mm. and kind of like seeing the light kind of thing, which is really important, I think, because you're like, I'm not going to go through all of this sadness and all of this loss to not, to just keep feeling sadness mm. and loss. Like there needs to be something in this that like I, I'm i happy about or like I see the light or I'm okay with. Mm. So I think when you find those things, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's really nice. Like when I'm absolutely in stitches from talking about dad, I'm mm. like, yeah, that's that's light. It's yeah, beautiful. I'm like, yeah. and hang on to that. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. have you to hold on yeah. to those things. Yep. Um, and little like, I'll say things, and my mum will be like, oh, you sound so much like your dad, kind of thing. Mm. Like, yep. and it's just like those like little like warm hugs yeah. <laughs> that you're like, oh. That's a nice little light. And those memories, those, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing how much I am like him as yeah. well, which wow. is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, different things like that. You have to hold on to different parts of light. And mm. yep. like, I think sometimes people think that you don't, want to talk about things no mm. i know yeah people are like, they're scared to make oh, you upset but trust yeah. me i've felt it yeah <laughs> like if anything it's helping me almost realize. awkward yeah mm. and i'm like it's okay yeah like we can talk about this yeah because like i said in two minutes we'll be in stitches yeah yeah like so funny yeah don't shy away from friends yeah. that are going through grief i think the first week or two or maybe month yeah. depending on Definitely. how strong it is is really really sensitive but after that don't be scared to yeah. bring up yeah. the memories because that person hasn't forgotten them yeah and they want to relive yeah. them because it is a happy time yeah the memories rather than the grief itself yeah yeah, mm. yeah that was the big one something that came to me when i was so when mm. my first grandfather passed mm. um and it came through me this wasn't even a thought i ever had but my mum watching my mum mourn was hard Mm. Um, and I turned and I turned to her at the time and, and kind of turned to her and said that he, I felt as connected as I was to him, I felt like he was never mine to lose because at that age, I kind of connected with the thought that, you know, we're all, if we're all spiritual beings cruising through a physical existence, how minutely impossible is it mm. that we share this physical existence at the same time? Mm. Mm. So how insane is it that we even got to share that time with mm. yeah. that man? We could have been born at completely different times. Mm. Yeah. And that, in that instant, filled me with a sense of gratitude. He was, he was always the universes yeah. to have, yeah. enter and to take. Literally. Um, That's why it's like when you grieve, mm. I think it is literally because you miss that person You've, because that person or that memory was so amazing yeah mm. that's why you're experiencing intense sadness yeah and loss yeah and then it's like oh well the reason why i'm so sad is actually because i got to experience yeah such an amazing human yeah mm. yeah like and that was another one of those little seeing the light things mm. yeah 
it's yeah. be- it's beautiful to to see the different steps i think from the outside in as well like to like you were saying for friends who mm. have someone who's grieving that first that first step is just being there just showing up mm. and letting that person mm. who's grieving you know take that one step at a time one day at a time yeah before you you get to the space of Mm. this the space of sharing memories and yeah. seeing the light and i think it's so much healthier to go through the entire process yeah rather than fast forward it and try to yeah put on the oh, happy face 100 hindsight is a very funny yeah. thing <laughs> isn't it yeah <laughs> like i looking back there's lots of characteristics as well that i'm like um grief has made me nip those like nip those out of my yep. personality because I'm like you needed to heal from mm. those kind of characteristics as well. Mm. Um, at the very initial stage of Dad's um, death, I was protecting everyone else, mm. and I didn't let because I'm such a protector and a like a you're the oldest sister, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oldest sister vibes that I was like making sure everyone else was okay. Yeah. Mm. But then I'm looking back and I'm like, you needed to look after yourself mm. as well, mm. which I then did a little bit after. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hindsight is a very funny thing. Mm. Yeah. So I guess uh, coming out of that, the advice would be that if you are grieving, if you are experiencing grief yourself, you have to look after number one. Mm. Yeah. Do the things like, and because Absolutely. everyone is experiencing it differently, that same, yeah. the same thing happening can affect three different people so differently like you were saying your sisters Mm, yeah you have to take care of where you are in that process and the world will keep spinning yeah it doesn't stop so the answer is a yes or a no are you going to take Mm. care of yourself or are you not Mm. like it's survival Mm. pick the yes yeah and just do it Mm. literally and then put one foot in front of the other and then think about the next thing but it's a yes or no what are you going to choose it's that whole thing of like even you know in airplanes when they the oxygen Mm. mask drop down they say put your mask on first before you help Mm. anyone else like you have to be you have to be well yeah. and you have to be safe in that situation before you can look out for, for anyone else. Yeah. yeah. So there's lots of different lessons mm. that I've had to learn and overcome mm. and heal through, not just experiencing grief, yep. which is good. Like there's so many other characteristics or traits that I needed to heal through and go through to come out the other side of sunshine. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, not just grief. Yeah. Like people pleasing, yep, and like all of those things, you don't need to be okay one hundred percent of the time. Yeah, it's okay to just feel those emotions. Yep, let them pass, survive, mm. and then be okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. there's lots of things apart from grief that it made me learn as well. Mm. And there's so many, so to now circle back to the different types of grief, because it's the same process. Like you said, grief is a loss and it's whether we lose a a person, whether we lose a pet, whether we lose a version. relationships as well. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Whether we lose a a version of ourselves. Mm, An identity. An identity, Mm. you know, like at the top we were talking about jobs and stuff. It's it's the same process, no matter what the extent of the loss is yeah and you have to you have to honor the process you, you have to show up to yourself and kind of let yourself feel yeah. the things to get to that sunshine at the end yeah you cannot 
block it in. No, no, because if you do, you hold on to it, right? Yeah. You like carry you carry you will carry that weight yeah. for as long as you let yourself carry that weight. Mm. Yeah. And it's it it is in feeling, and this is what we we always talk about: not denying the experience. Like you have to feel the mm. thing. Yeah. And you have to go through it to get to that ex- like honest acceptance. Mm. Yeah. Because if you just chuck a smile on and go about your day. Oh. It ain't going to work. <laughs> I've tried it. Uh, yeah, it we will. yeah, we've been there, right? Because then you become resentful too. Yes. Yep. And it just spirals. Mm. So, yeah, just let yourself sob for 24-7 and then... <laughs> Be, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Be in, and I think that's because there is... And this is like, I'm now going to throw it another way there's a lot of stigma around you know men's health and men talking about it and there's there's just that thing of you know you if you have that emotion men don't cry mm. kind of thing right but really if you are feeling that grief to put yourself in a situation where you're vulnerable enough to feel it mm. and yeah. to express that feeling however you yeah. need to express yourself because you need to express yourself mm. yeah to be able to get into a place of acceptance yeah 100 percent. you need to feel it and then you need to survive yeah and you can start seeing the little happy Yep. Lights mm-hmm. and sunshine that come within. I love that. Yeah. I love that as a step <laughs> step by step guide for grief. Yeah. 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 Start with survival. Don't Start don't try to survival. jump to the end. Yep. Yeah. Think about you. Yep. Just put one step in front of the other. Yep. And then all of a sudden you'll look back and you'll be like, Yeah, I've taken oh, a lot of steps. Yeah. I've, I've taken a few steps. I'm starting to feel okay. Yeah. And then yep. when you start to feel a little bit okay, you can add a little bit more sprinkle of light into your mm. routine Love you're like that. oh i have enough energy to maybe go for a walk today yep mm. and then two months down the track oh i have enough energy to speak about my experiences and join a gym maybe or mm. yep. do something like that yeah um and then all of a sudden you'll look back and you're like oh i'm smiling again mm. wow like yeah this is this is me this is her yeah and I'm in stitches because my dad was absolutely the funniest person ever. (laughs) (laughs) And like I can have those conversations. Yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah. I love that. Gang, I hope listening to this, you've taken away both, well, heaps of gold for both anyone going Mm. through grief, but also if you're you're around anyone going through grief, Mm. just kind of knowing how best to to help them and Mm. guide them through that. And, and yeah. help them take those steps. Thank you so much. Nice. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. I'm sure it inspired more than one of you because, yeah, yeah that's hectic. And not <laughs> yeah. everyone goes through grief like that, but you come out the other side and you're a shining yeah. light like always. And we're so grateful thank that you. you're in our lives. So. Yeah. I'm so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much <laughs> to all of our listeners. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.